0: a Shishkin Productions podcast.
1: I want to get more into backpacking next year, actually. Yeah. But too. yeah. I've,
0: I've always wanted to do the, uh, I think it's called the, the, oh. John, the John Muir Trail. I like
2: to do the, uh, you know, a backpacking tour where I get to stay in like a ho- nice hotel every night. <laughs> yeah. And just go yeah. from like city to you, city. You wear your backpack kind of into the hotel. I'll go from Lisbon. Portugal, all the way. Uh, no, nah, probably not too far east because there's war. Maybe, maybe I won't even do it. Fuck. it. <laughs> 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 Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome Yo. to another episode of the Sizzle Reel podcast. What's up? We're here. We're sizzling away. Still we're here. sizzling away. Um, things have gotten really busy, so we're, we're, we're scrambling. Yeah. We're slammed. We're, we're going to be very chaotic, I think. Very tight
0: window to work in today. Yeah, we, we got have this, like, three
2: deadlines we and have, a meeting right after this. Yeah, we have 55 minutes max that we can make this show, yep. so we're going to probably land right at 50. 52.
0: All, of, all of, of July and August we were gloom and doom and now yeah. we're in the boom. We're in the boom. We're booming. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The
2: Sizzle Reel is in its boom era. The <laughs> legion of boom. That's
0: me and Chris.
2: Um we are coming at you from the Sizzle Reel uh the crypto.com the yeah, crypto.com arena. podcast arena. Yeah. So we, you know, we're out here the crypto.com is tanking but Sizzle Reel is booming. It. I want I accept only fiat payments at this point. Wow. Wow. I used to
0: only accept uh Wrapped Ethereum. <laughs> I only accept payment uh, through prepaid Visa cards. That's a good way to do it. I heard yeah. a hack that
2: if you're flying on Southwest Airlines, yeah. if you have an empty Visa card, like an empty Visa gift card, you can just give that to them to swipe for payments for snacks and shit like that. And they don't have a connection. They don't run them until they get off, like until the, the oh, flight's man. over. And on Southwest, they can't trace it back to you. They can't trace it? Because your your seat is not
0: linked to oh, it. Oh, so good point. I've never flown on Southwest. I, so, I would not want to deal with that scramble for the seat. I personally don't even care about like, I'll pay the $3 for a
2: snack. I'm not going to risk like my, you know, getting caught. Like trying to fraudulently
0: yeah, buy a snack. Not trying to get sense. banned from an entire airline. Um, Chris, where can they find us before we really get started? Uh, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We yes. are SizzleReelGang at gmail.com. And of course, mm. we have the Sizzle Real Cold Bird Line. line. Ooh. Ooh, so cold. That is 332
2: three, 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 43 61. <laughs> you can call in, call in, leave a voicemail. We haven't had one in
0: months at this yep. point. Yep. But and uh, it's because it's we were giving out the the wrong we uh, were giving out the wrong number the for wrong a second number there. it's it's feb def h do one. one not, not h
2: dog feb it's cold and feb you definitely need a jacket and uh, you do h h h, h you do need one. <laughs> h you do need one uh feb <laughs> def h do one uh three 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 four six one call in leave a message we'll play it on the show um so Chris, mm-hmm. real quick, yeah. What have you been up to this week? In a nutshell, just a quick nutshell.
0: Uh, this week, I've been doing some videos that Vince shot for a nonprofit. I think they're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It's it, they're they're doing good for the community. Yeah, and uh, that that's been all right. We've worked on those projects before. Uh, before that, well, we we got back from New Orleans on Monday night, and I think we all just kind of slept all day Tuesday and, and tried to recover. I came in for a little bit on Tuesday because I had to find
2: bullshit to do. Yeah, there's always but, some bullshit
0: to do. Yeah. But it's been, you know, it's been ramping up. We just got a new MLS project that yeah. starts basically immediately. It's It's been a
2: crazy week in terms of like a lot of things suddenly came up. Oh, yeah. And now the next month is like crazy busy. And we have like six different projects to juggle. While it was glad, I'm glad that we got back and this week was fairly chill in terms of like deadlines. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was not ready. I'm still recovering from new Orleans. I didn't go to Same. bed last night until like 4am. Same. Yeah. I, I've been every I'm night this week, sleeping. every night this week, four or 5am. Cause we were up until four or 5am. I'm almost just laying there on TikTok. So yeah. that's part of it. I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, Look, I'm not even going to go any further because we have limited time, and our guest is only here for a short while. He came all the way from the West Coast just to be on the show. for a short time, not a long Uh, time. He flew in. He buzzed on in, man. He's... uh they, he's making a lot of noise over there on his shoots recently buzz, they call him the time flizzy buzz 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 oh, here no. he is he's backing up he's chilling in the corner it's mike bliss mike bliss welcome welcome What's back up? we're we're excited to have you man how's it going good good thank you what for brings you me. what brings you to new york
1: i didn't realize you guys renamed this the uh crypto.com arena since yeah, i we was got that's the, sponsorship. the crypto.com <laughs> podcast arena congrats on that yeah thank you appreciate
2: yeah. that um Dude, you're back. It's been all, uh, just over one year since yeah. you left. If you guys are listening, maybe go back to episode fifty-four. That sounds about right. Fifty-two, somewhere 54, in there, somewhere in the fifties, like is the Mike Bliss. It's called "Saying Goodbye to the Time Fly." And uh, bro, why don't you give us a just a very quick refresher? We're going to take the second half of the show to really dive into it, but a quick refresher on what happened, you when why you left, and all that.
1: Yeah. Well, so I, I lived here for uh, almost four years. And then last September or, or, or last summer, I started to think that I wanted to, you know, move somewhere else. And I was looking at the West Coast because I do a lot of landscape outdoor photography. And so I was looking at places to move. And I decided, you know, maybe I'll just uh, move very slowly <laughs> and uh, live on the road for a while and just see how long I can do that for and and try to get out to all these locations. And Mm -hmm. then that kind of turned into, well, could I live on the road doing this van life thing for, for a year was sort of what I wanted to do. Um, and so, yeah, it was basically like that was last September when I moved out and then uh, we're in October now, so it's been a little over a year, and I've, you know, been able to do that. So there you go.
0: He made it. He did it. So wait. So it. are you still traveling, or have you settled in a spot?
1: Uh, I'm still traveling right now. I'm I'm actually gonna start looking for an apartment next month um, uh, in California.
0: All right. Yep. Very cool. was, yeah. Very cool. I was. I got
2: home um, one night and I was uh, eating dinner and I was like, I want to watch something on YouTube. Uh, look up. I pull up YouTube. And, uh, you know, it was the Mike Bliss, uh, the, the house tour. You're <laughs> given a house tour uh, yeah. of the-, of the video,
1: of, video number two on YouTube of the, of, of the year. I mean, I'm very productive <laughs> this year.
2: <laughs> it was, but I saw that and then I was I texted you, that's when I texted you. I was like, yo, you gotta come back on Sizzle Reel because it's, uh, it's been a year. And, um, you know, you made it, here you are. You're, yeah. um, you're in New York doing some other shit. I don't know exactly what it is, but. Um, oh Oh, shit, sorry. Sorry, got, we got some we got some construction noise that's going on. Oh dang! Oh yeah, I see the truck outside, Sorry. actually. Mike, should we keep shooting or are we on? Dude, PTSD happening. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and get some quick quick hits of some little news shit, and then we'll get into time fly in the uh, second uh, act here. Um, the first thing I wrote down uh, was Tri Guys story. So, um, you know the Try Guys? No. See, I don't really know them either until like last year when we worked on like some two complex years ago project. Now, two yeah. years, yeah, we worked on a project called Coneheads. It was like an ice cream show, and um, the Try Guys were a guest on it. I guess they're like this giant YouTube channel. They're like
0: these YouTubers, right? Yeah, there's, so, I think there there were four of them, right? Four yeah. four white guys, basically. Yeah, it was doing sketch comedy. Yeah,
2: and then one of them happened to go to school with us, like in high school. Back yeah, in the yeah, day. and uh, he just got booted from there for. Uh, let's see a consensual workplace affair yeah that's what that's what it's called here i don't really know do you know what what happened
0: not i don't know the full details but i think basically he cheated on his wife but his part of like his whole shtick was that he's like family man or like in love with his wife or something i've never watched any try guys content i just the only reason i know about them really is yeah that project we did and because we went to school with ned fulmer um, and I specifically like I, I played lacrosse with him for one year. I don't think he would remember me, but I was really good friends with his sister uh, in high school. And I still keep in touch with her from time to time. Did not reach out to her about this. <laughs> don't yeah. think it's the time. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, but I don't it's it's kind of weird that like something not that cheating's a small thing, but it's like. You can't keep making sketch comedy Because someone cheated on his wife To me the weird part is that like
2: I guess why why I put this on the rundown Is because it's like it's so weird How every Kind of everyone every show Any you know social media person Can have like their they can be Gigantic gigantic to the point Where like variety is writing about this Yeah and most of the world doesn't know who they are Like they have 8 million Subscribers on YouTube What the fuck yeah no (laughs) like I I'd barely even heard of them. You know what I mean? But this story has made crazy waves to the point where like actual
0: Hollywood are talking about it. And it's like, what?
2: Like, how I mean, do you draw the line?
0: I mean, I th- I think that they had a pretty big cultural cachet. Like they're, they're pretty notorious in that scene. And I, I mean, I can't speak for the other guys, but I know Ned went to Yale uh, and he was, uh, I think a, a purple crayon is yeah, what they call them, them, which is basically their, their improv group. And it's, I mean, if you're in that, then you're really talented you're good at what you do i mean i'm I'm pretty sure they they made some good content i just you know it's not really on our radar yeah i mean it's also just not it's
2: not for me i guess i don't know but i mean this one says keith eats everything at a vegas buffet i would fucking watch that probably yeah i'd watch that do it um yeah man i don't know mike bliss one day is going to get to those eight million subs right
1: for Sure, one, yeah. one day I gotta I got upload more than two videos a year. I think No, though. just, just think, make sure maybe, it's quality, maybe it's just two really good videos, two
2: yeah. one really good video, one okay video, and that'll probably get you through
1: it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, Mike, you never heard of the Try Guys? I don't think so. Um, I, I feel like there's just so many different uh subsections of YouTube, you know, everyone has their own window that they're in, and then sometimes like there's yeah, a channel with eight million subscribers who you just don't know never even heard there's probably tons of channels with 10 million subscribers that we don't know about
2: it just makes me wonder like how much it makes that makes every number seem so small you know yeah well there's no
1: shortage of people watching stuff that's why when people are like oh it's it's too late to do youtube no it's not because there's tons of channels doing crazy millions of views every day that you don't even know about so like there's no shortage of people to watch stuff
2: yeah it's it's just so hard to like to get up that ramp you know what i mean like it is really tough and it's also just really hard to make content consistently yeah like you need a you kind of need a budget you know and when i say that i don't mean you need a budget for your videos but you need a time budget because they take time and time is it takes
1: so much time yeah
0: well i and i think that this i think they're more than just like a youtube channel i think they kind of describe themselves as like an entertainment group and media production company Mm -hmm. and they i mean they've been doing it for about 10 years now they have nine or 10 seasons of, of content on YouTube and they're originally formed at Buzzfeed and they just kind of started. Oh, so they all worked together at Buzzfeed is all it is. Yeah. So I think, and they, they became like their own independent studio in 2018. And I, I mean, it sounds like they had good backing, you know, like while they were at Buzzfeed, they were able to, to get that traction going. And by the time they went independent, there was money behind them and, you know, but when you have eight million subscribers, that's that's not a you know mom and pop shop. It's it's true. I yeah. I wonder.
2: I don't know. I can't even picture it. I can't even picture like what what well, like one video. What kind of money it would generate? And then just, that's not even counting. I'm not even counting like any brand deals or anything like that. I'm just uh-huh. talking about ad dollars or whatever.
1: Right. Do you think know. people underestimate? Because because I I think people under still underestimate how, how much YouTubers money make. People on YouTube make.
2: I probably underestimate it I probably underestimate it but I, I've also like I think you and I did this before Chris where like we looked at because we were like man how are we getting paid to make to edit YouTube videos for like straight up I think for when we talked about it was about Major League Soccer because yeah I was like man our videos really don't do that well now they get like 10,000 views and it's it's like wh- how does that how is that a good spend for them? Right. So mm-hmm. like, I guess you can't like put a quantitative, uh, you know, like number on, uh,
0: getting the brand name out there sort
2: of like yeah, getting
0: people I, to be aware of you. I think but that's what a lot of it is. It's like, you're not trying to necessarily make money off of this specific video. It's that you're just trying to like kind of create a, a, a culture around your brand and yep. and constantly pump out content so that people don't forget about it. People are interested in it and just, you know, watching a video or two a week is enough to keep the brand fresh in people's minds. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? You think they, I think
1: for, for bigger companies like that, it's different too than an individual like, um, YouTuber. Yeah. Like they're probably just trying to, they have a budget and they want to just as kind of, as Chris said, just get their stuff out there recurring in front of people as much as possible. And a lot of people are, watching highlights on YouTube Mm -hmm. just casually clicking on on the video. Mm -hmm. I think for an individual person, YouTube is super powerful because it's the only platform where you feel like you can sort of know someone like you see their face and you Mm -hmm. are choosing to watch. Yeah. Whereas you see people's face on other things, but it's just very like you, you accidentally stumble upon them. I think YouTube
0: there's a, so there's this (coughs) YouTuber who does Minecraft videos and I guess last week he finally did a face reveal after like two or I three years. I saw that on Twitter.
1: I saw that too but I didn't know what it was. I was like, <laughs> yeah his name is
0: Dream and I used to like I actually liked his videos for a while when I was in my Minecraft phase and uh, he did a face reveal last week and I looked at how many views there were 34 million views on that video. That's not After just a few days and it's like that's mind-blowing. I wonder how much money that like how much do you get
2: for for a video, like off of uh, do you put ads against it? How does it work? Can can't do you monetize so it? Do you my, have to
1: monetize my it? channel? Is literally like small enough that I actually can't even monetize still.
2: Damn, the, um, so I think that's the uphill battle that I was talking about because like you have like three and a half thousand subscribers, but, that's but, like really
1: good. Yeah, you probably but, need like 10. Well, At cause it, it has to do with the subscribers, but it also has just has to do with watch time. And so as, as before, like, like I said before uploading two videos a year, I'm nowhere near the watch time. Cause it's like, right. they'd have to do insanely well. Um, but I wouldn't even monetize if I could right now. Cause it's just not worth it. Like I'd rather just have the videos get out there and people can, you know, there's no barrier to watching them. And then, yeah. um, you know, until I'm uploading more consistently. Yeah, so, that makes sense. I actually want to like YouTube is something I want to Give an actual go at next year. It's like on my. It's like pretty high on my priority list of like personal things I want to try. What so. do you?
2: What if? I mean, I, I know that will probably change because you know it's creative things always change. But what what would the the goal be like in the terms of content strategy. strategy?
1: So yeah, so I think for YouTube, you have to have stuff like videos that are just easy it like sort of easy to make that you can do consistently almost as filler. Mm-hmm. Cause before this I would just do YouTube cause it was something I really like and I would spend, you know, months on a video. Like I would go somewhere cool and make like a travel vlog or something. And that's fine to add in, but I never really treated it like treated it. Like I think you have to treat it a little bit like a business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, still have fun with it. But like in terms of, just make videos and make them like pretty good. I was trying to make every video just the best thing I've ever made. Yeah, and so I think you know, uh, I'm think I'm trying to like shift how I'm thinking about it and and uh, and just make a few videos a month and, and like have videos ready to go that are easier to make. So like some scripted videos, for example, like yeah. where I can just record them. I'm trying to get like a move somewhere where I can get a small space to film in mm-hmm. and do you. you know some more scripted content related to like outdoor photography and stuff where I can sit down and record three videos or them and then queue them up then, so you have
2: content for the next month or whatever exactly
1: and then I, I use footage I mean I have footage from like everywhere b-roll yeah. uh, outdoor related from the past year yeah, we need um, to stop
0: using story blocks and just start using your, honestly, your content. Honestly, I mean, next time I need a
2: shot of uh, Yosemite, I'll hit you up.
1: Yeah, I mean, like outdoor videos, I have a bunch. Yeah, I,
2: I was thinking you should take some of those, like any of those, like long sweeping drone shots you have, and you should just make like a long string out of them. That's like an hour and just call it like one hour of beautiful drone footage with nature
1: sounds that's that's literally been on my list too because you know those channels that that that? Do oh, it, yeah that, i yeah. think they make like oh yeah if you do it right you can make a lot of money absolutely yeah. and especially since i have all that footage or a lot of that footage yeah it, it would be not that difficult so I'm, I'm actually thinking about trying that too just an anonymous you, random channel just to try that now, now.
0: Yeah. you you've shot the the video but i think you should also make the nature sounds yourself like yourself oh, yeah like like <laughs> they're like right, that's no, a th- shot of a volcano what is a bird doing that was <laughs> no, 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 pretty good
1: i think i'll hire you guys to uh it be alexi and chris on the mics okay for the, that'd be for sick as long sounds, as we're getting yeah. a cut i'm
2: into it yeah um all right the last thing before we go to break because I'm, I'm making this first segment really short because yeah. i actually do want to focus on your your travels i know we have limited time um there was a variety article um, about Mila Kunis and it says you know Mila Kunis Mike Bliss Mike Bliss you don't really know shit so I'm trying to like, I'm keep...
1: extremely uncultured you ever <laughs> so have now. you watched
0: Family Guy you watched that yes. 70 you watch yes. that 70 show I, I've
1: watched both yes
0: okay uh, she's in both yeah so she's Meg from Family Guy she voices okay. Meg and, and she's Jackie in that 70s show yeah
1: oh okay yeah
2: so you know that 70s show it's Wisconsin home of uh, our so friend, the coob. From the boss from Lacrosse, you know. If you listen to last week's episode, you know. Um, yeah, so she said that she lied about her age to land her role on that '70s show. She was 14 years old, and she said, "I'd like to make it very clear that I did lie." So uh, you had to be 18 to audition, and she claimed she was, even though she was 14. She, she was four
0: and, years younger than all the other. Well, Kids? for
2: the audition, oh, okay. I don't know audition. like when they like filmed it. I don't know what the timeline of that's like, but when she initially mm-hmm. auditioned for it, she said she was uh, 18, she was 14. That's wild. So my question to you is, have you, what's like your kind of untruth or lie that you told on a resume or just said in an interview or anything? Thing to get some sort of job. Was there ever a time where you kind of fibbed or did something and it resulted in you getting the job? And it was like,
1: yeah, nothing bad
2: came of it. Actually, I got a job and it was good.
1: So hmm. when I first moved to New York, I just accepted premier jobs and I didn't know how to use Premiere. I remember. Those, I remember those days <laughs> because I, I was just was wanted like, to oh, it take it taking them so long? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was actually uh, it, it was actually you who, no, who, who <laughs> I don't mean, know. Uh, um, no, there was there was jobs where I would go get a job for a day in an office and it was a premier job. And I was just very much trying to, you know, literally get anything I could. So yeah. I was like, yeah, Premiere. Like I, I knew the basics. Like I knew how to, you know, yeah. do, make a cut and, and you stuff. knew how to use Google. Right. So I would, uh, I, I remember some of the jobs I would go in, I'd be editing on the computer and they would tell me what to do. And then they would walk away and I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can do that. And then, I'd have my phone on my lap like with a YouTube tutorial playing on silent of like how to do something <laughs> and then be like oh okay just like kind of looking down at the phone you know yeah. under the under the desk yeah. and, like, so I actually uh, like ashamed I actually I mean, like did it learned, work out? yeah I mean I mean I mean they were the job done they were happy with it got the job done they were That's like looks good so um but I, I learned you know premiere on the job a few times for sure at the, at the of course at the start, think, yeah so, you gotta. yeah
2: I mean, for me, I've I've told the story a shitload on this, but it's where I like pretend that I lived in New York when I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I just like would take job interviews and be like, can we just do a call? <laughs> and then like, and then uh, when they asked for me to come in, I'd be like, oh, I'm actually booked that week, and but I can do it the next week, and then <laughs> I fly, and then I flew in to take, you know, what I yeah. Mean? It's so fucking crazy. The, w- the
1: one that's, I do now is when people ask me, t- you know, for an address to send something to, or like they want to mail a check or something. I'm like, oh, I'm just traveling right now, and I'm I'm actually uh, moving addresses, so yeah. you know, can we do something online instead? Yeah, because I just don't want to go through the process of explaining that I just don't live anywhere to yeah, to like, yeah, its it's exactly. like a corporate you know accountant or something right, like, right, right,
0: right so right. what are you Chris? digital nomad um I don't I don't know if I've ever straight up lied to get a job I mean I've definitely taken on some jobs that I, I wasn't sure if I was qualified for like when you got me that boomshot job like the first week I, I moved to New York I I know how to edit but I had no idea if you know I had never worked like professionally in a premiere workflow. I I knew premiere but I had only used it by myself. I had never like assisted, like assistant edited on a project. Mm-hmm. Um so I ba- I mean I I kind of got taught on the job there. I think I did fine. Um and I guess you know that well, this this wasn't a, a situation where I lied or anything, but we took on the the Fort graphic design job. True. I yeah. had never done any sort of graphic design in my entire life. And all yeah. of a sudden I'm like designing billboards and, and <laughs> He designed
2: te- a wrap for a bus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> like
0: it literally was on a bus for like three months. <laughs> and I like I think it looked pretty good. I it mean it, great. it was fine. It did, um, there was no notes. No notes, yeah, right. <laughs> literally it went off without a hitch. And uh so that that's for like professional life, but I will say when I was running for class president in ninth grade, oh god, the truth comes out. Go. I um, I I didn't lie. I straight up in my speech, I was like, "I'm not sure what a class president is supposed to do. I have no idea what I'm gonna do next year, but I'm gonna do a really good job." <laughs> <laughs> I was just like completely honest about it. Hey. I was like, "What what the fuck does a Did class you president do?" Yeah, I won. Hell there yeah, I won. Hell that's yeah. it. that's it.
1: Honesty is the best. The policy. people appreciate the honesty. hmm.
0: People are like, like people we should, don't want a leader that knows what they're doing.
2: Imagine if we Come had on, a president who was like, who literally was transparent, was like, I don't actually know what I'm about to do, y'all. Like, <laughs> we, 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 we had that, but we, it's like we didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah. And neither did he until he like woke up. That he would day, just say that he was going to do something. Yeah, he was fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> You know, he learned from Chris. He was like, <laughs> "I need to take some of the the it was the Eastman School of, uh, mm-hmm. of politics." I thought you were gonna say Eastman School of music. Eastman School of music. Um, all right, uh, I think that's probably good. Uh, let's go into the break. You guys agree with that? And yeah, we'll yeah, come totally. back. We'll talk about a little time fly the buzzing time around fly. the country. Buzz buzz. buzz, 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 buzz. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs.
0: I'm here with Hannah Chidagu.
2: The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone.
0: We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested?
2: One and only Liam Kazara.
0: Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up to fly the flight of stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's
2: no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound.
0: Welcome back, Sizzlers. We are here with the Time Fly Buzz Buzz.
1: Buzz, buzz. Construction
0: oh, is no Oh
1: no! Yeah. Construction sorry, man. sorry. It's it's, it's always difficult. happening
0: at this fucking studio. Yeah, it's. I mean that that's New York for you, right?
2: <laughs> that's classic. You know, so you build yourself next to a cement factory. Shit, got to happen. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, we are right next to a cement factory. That's true. Um, buzz, 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 buzz. Uh, so, Mike Bliss, uh, we're we have you here today, basically to. To chronicle the last year that you've lived, just traveling around America, taking pictures or whatever the hell you're doing. Just trapping, I, don't know, I don't know what you're doing. Trapping so out the
2: Mazda. Dude, I don't know what I'm doing out either. The Mazda. Let's take it one day at a time. Day the by day. day he left, Chris. What was that? September 27th. Oh, I remember. 2021. Chris remembers it
0: like it was 27th day of September. So let's
1: go through that day. What happened that day? Oh, I actually don't remember remember what happened that day, <laughs> but oh, I, I remember I left okay yeah where did you uh, go
0: like where did you go the first night where did you stay
1: so okay so i left uh <laughs> to go up uh to vermont okay and we we'll, you chasing the leaves so yeah we were going up to shoot like fall foliage in vermont um and so we actually had an airbnb for the first week up there i, I went with uh Dan and our other friend Blaine, the boss from Lacrosse, Cuba, the boss from Lacrosse, yeah. as uh, the the listeners know him by. <laughs> uh, our other friend Blaine, and then our other friend Michael, who we call Kidox. All right. Uh, so Kiddock's the, the boss from lacrosse and, and Blaine and Blaine <laughs> <laughs> and the time fly and the time fly uh, and the time fly. <laughs> um so yeah, we got up to Vermont to shoot fall and we got up there and it was like super green, so we just chilled. Like we were too early, so we just chilled in Airbnb for a week and then after that it started getting good, so we like started basically just traveling around shooting fall and uh yeah, that was kind of like the start. It was it was a very strange feeling at start knowing that like I was just going to do that and then basically drive away somewhere mm-hmm. like I just had no idea where I was gonna go just so just I'll,
0: shooting some leaves and then
1: disappearing well, so, into the but you yeah. you you
0: you had a bit
2: of a plan because when we talked about on the show didn't you say you're gonna start there work your way down South, to North Carolina yeah, yeah. Tennessee
1: yeah so so basically I did New England fall and then uh went down to to the Blue Ridge Parkway and then after that I was like uh my sister was living in Colorado at the time. So mm-hmm. I, I decided to drive over there. Um, you know, make my way over there to visit her. And then it was kind of this weird like uh section, you know, like like during that time of year there's all of the holidays or a lot of the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so that section I, I feel like I didn't really start living on the road like consistently because there was so many holidays. I could mm-hmm. just visit people or like I visited my sister or like my family because there was all these holiday. So I feel like I didn't really start, um, true road life until the new January. Year. Yeah. And that's when I like, um, started actually being living out of the car and, 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 and building like a bed in the back of it and, and actually trying to do it.
2: So that, so that was in January in, where did you kind of leave from?
1: Um, so I went back to my sister's place in Colorado because um, I, I left my car there to like visit people and stuff. So I went back there, and I built uh, the bed in the back of the car. In, was it? it was
2: the Mazda still, or? yeah,
1: yeah, the Mazda. Um, in Colorado during the winter in the in the snow, basically it was freezing. <laughs> cool. Like it was just it kind of sucked, but uh, like I, I knew that if I was gonna try to do this, I needed to at least have a flat platform bed in the back because it, it was going to help a lot. Cause before oh, yeah. that I was just using like a sleeping pad and like a, like a camping pad and a sleeping bag on top, you know, mm-hmm. which works for short trips. But if you're going to try to base yourself out of a vehicle, you need a flat platform. Oh yeah.
0: Did, I, I slept in cars all the time in high school and it was terrible. Yeah. It's, I wish it's, I had a bed. It, it,
1: it, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
2: how, but, how did you, How did you account for it? Because if you're starting in January in Colorado, that means you're going to have like three months of just like coldness anywhere you go in the West. It's probably gonna be cold as hell. So like, what do you do to like counteract that when you're sleeping in a car? You can't just leave the car on overnight. Yeah. Well,
1: so, I mean, lots of like blankets and a good sleeping bag does, does a lot. But I also actually didn't start sleeping in the car in Colorado, um, because, like I, I, I had a couple trips planned. Um, so I went to Oregon in February where it's like a little less cold, did a trip out there, then came back. And then I, I sort of drove off in the car in in like March, I think, mm. um, and, and, and drove further into the desert, like Utah, um, Arizona area, because it's, it's the temperatures by March are a lot more uh, hospitable. L- right. Yeah, you can you can sleep through the night and not, it doesn't get like super freezing. It's, it gets just regular right. cold. So
0: well, late March came around and, and you made your way to Idaho.
1: Oh yeah. You were around. Oh, that's in true. Idaho. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I forgot bar. about that. I still remember surprising uh, Chris, like in the, par- in, in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. I was like, this is, this is, I, I saw you from a distance. I was like, this is going to be amazing. Cause you had no idea that I was I there, had right? no yeah. clue. Yeah. It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, actually th- there's all these random things like that, that I forgot about where I think I was driving, I, I think I was driving from Utah to Washington for a job. Mm-hmm. And then I was I realized that you guys were at Tree Fort during that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was just like, let me just stop in on the way over. And it was very yeah. random. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we had we had an extra hotel room for you. Yeah. You got yeah. like four hours of sleep in a real bed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that was perfect. Yeah.
0: I mean, that I feel like
2: you weren't... You know, when people think that oh, yo, I'm I'm living like, quote unquote, van life, driving around, doing stuff. It's not like you were just, you know, s- literally the entire time just doing only nature photography and like sleeping in parks and shit. Yeah. You were actually maintaining, like, you're running your company. You were doing like right. corporate gigs as
0: well. Right, yeah. Well, and that's part of why you're here, right? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, so I had a shoot here. So it, it, it was a mix. Like, some of the time was spent in the car. Uh, but then also... Some of the time, you know, every time I would get a shoot, I would, I would get, you know, a a a hotel room, you know, like expense with the shoot, mm-hmm. um, somewhere to stay. Or sometimes I would go visit visit people, or just randomly drive to Idaho, and there'd be a hotel room I could crash <laughs> in or whatever. So, so it it definitely was a mix. I think there's a lot of different ways people do it. Like I have friends who. Uh, do van life Would they sleep in the van 365 days a year yeah but they probably you know? have
2: like something that's pretty tricked out right they're not just in like yeah, a Mazda yeah. they have like a Sprinter van that's ready yeah. to so
1: out I, so I was kind of just, just winging it from the start just trying to figure it out and mm-hmm. I think when you're when you're in a, a car when you're in an SUV it's very difficult to you know I, I would be in there for a couple of weeks and I'd be like okay I want to try to I want to go somewhere for a little bit just to, just to break it up
2: I mean I, I know for me I don't think I could d- do it for more than like a day. Honestly, like I could even do one night. I'd be like, nah, not, yeah, sun, well, not the, 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 the,
1: the thing is like the, the positives were that, you know, I've seen more things in the past year. And like, I took, it, it would be interesting to see actually how many photos I took this year versus, versus last year, because, yeah. The benefit was I, I was able to just wake up in these places like every day. You know, th- that was the reason I actually likes doing it, but yeah. uh, it does wear on you a little bit, especially if you're in a car instead of a, a, a van. Like, one thing I realized is that I think to make that lifestyle sustainable, you need to be in a vehicle you can stand up in. Yeah, oh, 100%. Definitely. Without because, a doubt. You know, every single morning and night, getting into a bed where you can't even really like sit up in, you have to just like, like, like I had to get dressed in the like morning, shimmying. you know, like getting dressed in the morning, laying down. Yeah. Is, that's you know. not, not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Changing
0: yeah. in a car is never a I'm good to yeah. I'm going
2: to try to do that tomorrow. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> just, like, to, just to like try to see how it if, was. If you want to know place. what,
1: yeah. What, what it's, what it's like, you know, wh- for the past year for me, try waking up tomorrow morning with the clothes next to you in your, in your bed. And then, Change b- without sitting up, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean that's yeah, it seems it seems rough, but you know, like you said, you did have a lot of, you know, breaks from it and you had a place you'd go. What's the longest that you went without like sleeping in a normal
1: bed? Oh, um like like in the car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'd say probably Mm, a month and a half straight, Damn. Six weeks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe, maybe not every day. Like maybe there was a hotel room w- once or twice in the middle of that, but, but, uh, but this, yeah. yeah. So, so this summer I, uh, I spent a, a month and a half. I, I drove from, um, San Francisco up to Calgary. um, Spent a few weeks in, in... Did you go to Banff? Yeah, yeah. I was, oh. I, was, I was in Banff and then drove over to Vancouver and then went back down to Washington. Um, so I spent like two weeks in Banff, two weeks in Washington and was based out of the car for that whole time. Damn. Um, so that was actually really, really, really cool because that, that was one of the reasons I really wanted to, to do this was so that I can spend like all that time in those places and not just go for a week and feel super rushed.
0: What was... So... <clears throat> You, you're you had four seasons basically that you lived in a car. Which which were the better seasons to be in a car? And which like was it worse in winter or worse in summer?
1: I say summer is definitely the best. Yeah. So like th- this this summer in uh, in August when I was up in Canada and Washington that that was where it felt like oh this this was the reason I did this. Like, yeah. th- this this made it all worth it.
0: So uh, outside of Banff and, and like Vancouver, are there any other places that you went that you had never been to before or were you hitting up? Uh, Cause I know you traveled a lot in the first place.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, um, I mean, I, I did some, there were some places in Washington that I hadn't done before. Um, I did, did a pretty cool backpacking trip while I was there this time. That, that was fun. Um, I want to get more into backpacking next year, actually, yeah? but too, yeah. Um, I, I, I just got like slightly into it this year, but I want to do more of that. Um, next year and, uh, backpacking, you mean going on like long multi-day hikes? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, so the, the one I did this summer was just, we just did one night. It was, uh, four miles out, pitch the tent, stay there and then four miles back the next day. Um, but there's one hike I was going to do this summer, but we, we didn't really end up having time for it, but it's, it's like a, a three day 20 mile, uh, you know, like out and back hike. Um, that's like really, really cool. So I'm trying to do it next year, but Damn, I've always wanted yeah. to do the, uh, I think Apple it's called H- the, trail? the John, oh.
0: the John Muir trail. It's in, uh, like the Sierra Nevadas. It's part of the Pacific crest, crest trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looks so beautiful. It's bear country. So I know I'm not cut out for it, but it just seems like such a cool experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the scary part is just like, even the one we did in Washington, I'm like, there's just a chance you just get woken up by a bear at 5 a.m. But See,
2: I'd like to do, I like to do the, uh, you know, backpacking tour where I get to stay in like a ho- nice hotel every night. <laughs> yeah. And just go yeah. from like city to you, city. You wear your backpack
1: kind of into the hotel. Wear yeah. my thing. backpack
2: onto the plane. <laughs> yeah. Takes me, or on the train, even better. I was about better. to say the train. Take me from, Lis- I'll, I'll go from Lisbon, Portugal all the way uh, No, nah, probably not too far east because there's war, but uh, maybe maybe I won't even do it. Fuck. <laughs> I was gonna stay in new York. <laughs> I'll just I'll just stay here. What was um some of like the most. So you were talking about, Chris, you were saying about like places that he may have gone that he that were new to him. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the most unexpected, like kind of small things that you saw or small places that you went for it. like for you example see, like, the like, world's largest yarn ball or like yeah, or, or like just you oh, randomly man. had to stop for gas and it was like you're like actually this is like a crazy town like what the hell is this you know what i mean something like that
1: hmm, yeah i mean th- like honestly i i think i might have seen some of this before but like utah is really weird cuz there's all these like alien uh like center things because of like area 51 and yeah. and, oh, and like yeah. they even have gas stations that are branded you know like Area 51 with like aliens painted on it and stuff, yes. and then uh, it, it it is like the most believable place where you think there might be aliens or something, just because the rock formations there are kind of crazy. Yeah, um, there was one. I mean, this is a place people go to, but like, there's like a Mars research center there. Oh, that's dope. Um, which is pretty cool, and uh, there's like a photography spot people shoot that's like really colorful hills. You you know you can get your drone up and it looks really cool, and uh, but they actually have a uh, Mars uh, yeah, Mars Research Station. It's like this white NASA looking thing. And uh one day we were driving by it and they actually had all these I, I don't know if you call them astronauts or, or for Mars. I, I don't know, but like they were they what, were doing they were doing training out there for people. Oh, yeah. Everyone was suited up and they were doing really? training and and I, I don't really know what it was for. Um it's but it's weird cuz you yeah, yeah, it was just <laughs> it was just uh, yeah, all, all, all fake, but uh, yeah you, you, so you drive through that to get to the the photo spot, which is so you, you enter into government's, you know, area or whatever. And then you yeah. leave it again. It's a really weird. I'm surprised you're even allowed to just to go Drive through a little pass through. Um, yeah. So. That's nuts. That's wild. Yeah. Man. So that I spot mean, was pretty random. I but. will
2: say, like, that's the th- crazy thing. about. I've driven around America like a shitload. And the craziest thing about it is that my favorite part is that there's all these tiny little fucking places everywhere that like you wouldn't even think of. Until you drive by and you're like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like
1: small town America is crazy. It's, yeah, like, wild. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 insane. Like, oh, actually, I do have something like a really random, crazy thing while driving one time. Um, I so I was driving. Uh, from I'm trying to think where I, I think I was. I think it was early on. I was driving from the East Coast over to. Actually, okay, I don't remember. No, I think it was from from Kentucky to Colorado or something. I don't know, like basically in the middle of the- the, Through the middle of nowhere. I was driving through Kansas, okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I I don't know where the fuck that is. Um, And uh, like the, 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 the highway was closed ahead for some reason. And it it was getting dark, and so it took me off this detour, and I was running low on gas. Like, I was going to stop for gas. You know, like, there's plenty of places off the highway. I was Mm, going to stop soon. It takes me on this detour, and I'm like, okay, shoot, I got to get gas. So I, like, search for gas stations on on my route, and uh, the only one is, like, off of this, like, side, like, kind of back road, you know, like, Kansas back road. And I was like, okay, I got 50 miles left on the tank. This this is, uh, you know... I think twenty-five miles away or something. I'm like cutting yeah. it close, but it, but it's fine. It, it, yeah. it, it said it was a Sinclair. I was like, okay, perfect. Okay, Whatever. you know, I was like, I, I recognize that. Like it's that, a, it's uh, a reasonable gas station. Yeah, yeah. it's a and real one. It's not yeah. some like off-brand, the only one in a town kind right, of yeah. right, right. Yeah. And so, anyway, it's like getting darker. I, I I'm I'm pulling up to this town and. There's like no people there. It's kind of like, like dusk lighting. So it's a little kind of creepy looking. And there's, I see these houses, but there's nobody. It's like a ghost town. There's like Mm -hmm. no, nothing happening. And I'm driving down the street. I turn left, go down the street. And I see something in the distance. This, um, it looks like a, like a bicycle thing. And I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And as I'm driving towards this guy, he's coming the other way. And he, it's like a full grown adult on a tricycle. (laughs)
0: And, uh <laughs> like a kid's tricycle this is like, or, this or like, this is like the, the, the low like no, the low like, rider bikes like, that have three wheels? No,
1: like literally like a kid's tricycle, like one of those that's <laughs> like uh like like, like col- colorful, colorful and lo- and made like of plastic. Like. This is
2: like the shit horror movies are made of. Dude, would,
1: and I was just by myself, and I was just I was just no idea where I was. I was like, this is this is so crazy. <laughs> About to run out of gas. Yeah, yeah. maybe I, he had just run out of gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I was literally there, and I was like, no one's gonna believe me because because nobody's here with me. You know, like yeah. it's not like and, you have uh, a camera or anything. Yeah, I know. I, sh- I should have like filmed it, like. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I was just too like I was like, am I gonna die here? Like, what's happening? And I like drove by, and then he's you know like pedals. by by me and he's like leaned back on the tricycle like pe- like pedaling by me and he just he goes by and just stares at me and I'm staring at him and we're both kind of he, he's kind of like who the fuck is this and I'm like who the fuck is this and uh anyway so I drove by him and I'm like okay please like let this be a real place and I pull around the corner to where it took me for the Sinclair and it's like I pull in and it literally is the oldest gas station I've ever seen like it looks like you know like the the cars movie uh-huh like the uh the, the the little truck guy like the like like uh, uh mater mater yeah. yeah mater it it's like it looks like that it's like this rusty it has like manual dials on the yep, thing and everything yep. and at this point i realized that um the gas pump has like padlocks on it and it's closed for the day and oh. like it, it's it's like i can't get gas there and at that point i had like i think 30 miles left on the tank and i'm just in this Tiny town with this creepy adult on a tricycle, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "Fuck, what do I do?" Um, and so, so how'd you get out of it? Anyway, like, like to end the story, I, I basically found another gas station. I think it was like 20 miles away. And I was like, well, this literally had like better work. And I drove there. I had like 10 miles left in the tank and then it, it was fine. I got gas and like just basically Ooh. booked it through Kansas and just left forever. Ooh, I want
2: to so. find where this is. I'm
0: looking on Google maps right now. I got all the
2: Sinclairs in Kansas. Pulled up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, did you have any, anything like AAA or, or any like, backup options in case shit really I'd hit the fan
1: literally no backup cuz cuz this was like in the first month or month and a half of of uh, th- like this was driving from um the east coast like blue ridge parkway fall yeah. oh, like to Colorado. So it was like very early on. Early leg. I I, I didn't know what I was doing, no backup, anything. I was just gonna be stranded in Kansas with this uh this tricycle man.
0: Tricycle guy. Tricycle guy. That's how the Wizard of Oz started. What
2: are some uh what are so that was obviously you learned to, you know, maybe keep a full tank of gas. I don't know what you learned from that, but what are like some of the things you learned what, traveling? What, what right? I
1: learned from that is just don't drive through Kansas, basically. Yeah, Kansas uh, sucks. Noted. I've driven H- through it. I have it. not it's been through It's fucking it. boring. It's so boring.
2: I did. I went to, I spent. That's all uh, I thought about Texas. I spent a night there in a place called Salina.
1: Hmm. Salina, Kansas. Salina. out
2: in the middle of fucking nowhere. I did have.
0: Salina.
2: Oh, wait, no, I'm confusing that with some random place in Idaho. Never mind. I was going to say I had some great ice cream there at like a place where they had goats and stuff, but that was a different place, different place. Um, what were some things you learned while you were like from this whole experience, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, well, we kind of touched on one of them earlier. I, I definitely learned that in order to do van life, sus- like sustainably, if you want to do it in the long run, I think get a vehicle that you can stand in and, uh, uh, like for me, I, I would need a workstation as mm-hmm. well because yep. it was really like every time I wanted to edit, I would have to go into a coffee shop or something, which yeah. at the start you're like, Oh, this, this is fine. But then, uh, you know, six months later, you're like, I just, I can't drink three coffees a day anymore. Yeah, yeah. work with all these people around me and like like also sit on a
2: hard wooden chair for eight hours. Who knows what the internet connection there is like? You know, well, so
1: that's that's the other the other extreme pain point for me this year was trying to run like you know a video business from the road. Getting internet in these places was just the biggest struggle like the 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 editing was fine you know i I could i could get projects done but then um sending files and especially downloading if i had to download Mm. a file i was like okay here we go you know this like (laughs) like looking up the library in the town the like starbucks anything and then even sometimes there you know like starbucks was probably the most consistent one you could do but sometimes the internet would just be really slow there as well Um, so but i mean the thing is, I I managed to hit every deadline somehow. So it was it was annoying, but it always worked in the end. It just sometimes took a long time to figure out, you know, how mm-hmm. it was gonna work. Um, I
2: know that they make those like uh kind of like satellite up- Starlink like, well, like Starlink. Star yeah, yeah. yeah, did you yeah. ever mess with that at all?
1: I did not. Um, I'm I'm actually. So not great with technology overall like I'm good at video stuff but overall technology I'm like I just not good at it um like I don't so, know someone
0: I, else has to turn the computer on from like Mike.
1: like I, like I don't understand like I I know not you know what specs are good on a computer for video editing but I have mm-hmm. no idea why or what they are like I just like a GPU. I don't know what it is. I just like, I'm just like, I need, I need a lot of that, you know, like
2: a lot of GPUs yeah, I'm just like,
1: basically at this point, I'm like, let me just get a MacBook, just max it out and we'll call it a day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I know I need this stuff. I just don't know why. Um, but no, I, I, so I didn't really even know about Starling until a few months ago. And then I actually was uh, on a shoot, um, for this, uh, you know, outdoor kind of camping company and they had Starlink on their site mm. Ooh. Um, and it was pretty cool but it was like, I don't know if you can get a smaller one but it was way too big to put, like the receiver was way too big to fit in, in a car, you know? Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm looking at it now and it says there's a thing like Starlink
0: for RVs so I guess it's I think that's for, what like, it was. I wonder. For, yeah, like, I wonder how yeah. much that costs and like so, I wonder if it's, Like if the bandwidth and the speeds are there to upload like large video files or if it's really just for like browsing and getting email.
2: It says you got to pay six hundred dollars one time cost for hardware and then one hundred thirty five dollars a month. That's really not terrible. Um, Yeah. And for the West of the U.S., like it looks like there's like a really hard cutoff line, but like the West is really great high capacity coverage. Um, and then the east is a more low capacity coverage because it's probably because it, there's more people. There's more, yeah, yeah, yeah more civilization. Yeah, but um, as far
0: as pricing, uh, as far as pricing, that's what I know. But I don't. That's not really exactly not. It's sure not unreasonable at all. I mean, how how I pay, I pay ninety five bucks are. a month for just Verizon.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not bad considering you literally can get internet where there's no service. Mm-hmm. And yeah, business um, expense, baby. <laughs> exactly. I, everything is a, is a my, like one of, one of the things I like to say is that when I moved out, my life became a business expense because I'm like. Well, what's not a right guy? Ga- I'm, I'm gas always traveling every day. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> your meals so, every day, like probably almost everything you did.
1: It's actually really weird to separate what's a business expense for me now because I'm like, well, I'm traveling taking photos, which are helping me get more business. So, yeah. like, what's yeah, how do you differentiate? All I mean, of that? it's like it's like it's kind of difficult.
0: My but. default is just to call if it's even like somewhat related to my work it's it's a business expense and i'll justify it to the irs when they come and knock exactly hopefully Do you
1: um, think the irs listens to this podcast yes. totally yeah, that's, okay. yeah we
2: have 20 listeners and <laughs> one of them is the irs Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um what were some uh of the like kind of weirdest you, I'm, I'm sure you like ran into people or you saw people like when i was in san francisco we randomly met up um what were some of those events like who are some of the people who you like randomly ran into or you just happened to cross paths with them throughout your trips?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think one of them that was uh, the the most probably random happened uh, when we were in Washington. I, I was with um, my girlfriend Val. We were like we just got done with the backpacking trip that I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier, actually. And uh, we got lunch and and came. We just walked out of this like sandwich shop. It, it was in, uh, in in Bellingham, mm-hmm. Washington. So, you know, not like a crazy small town, but just like a random place. Yeah. And, um, we were walking by this van and I, I, it's a very distinct kind of old looking van with a Vermont plate. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, wait a second. Like, like I know who who this is, and, and so I kind of was like looking in, in this van, like try not to be creepy or, but you know, like looking in and being like, "Yeah, is is, is is that our friend Michelle?" And then she she looks out and she sees us, and then um she just comes out. She's like, "What? Like, what's up, guys?" So yeah, we we just randomly ran into our friend Michelle just on the street there.
0: Was she living and, the van uh, life too? Yeah. yeah so right. she
1: she she does full time van life for for years now. Actually, okay. um like as long as I've known her, she's been in that van. Uh, her her van's name is Carl so shout out carl and uh you could. so you can tell when she's uh like i I hung out with her once in la and like she came and picked picked us up in the van Mm -hmm. and uh you could tell like i like i knew when she was almost there because we could hear the van Hear carl running down the street yeah you could hear carl from around the corner i used to have a truck like that Yeah. yeah so that was one of the more random ones for sure i i i think there's definitely been other things too but off is, it, my is head, it just uh, to, just
2: coincidence that michelle like also travels like does the van life traveling thing or do, is there like you know a community of people who you guys are all like photographers who all kind of do it
1: yeah i mean there's definitely a, a community of people and also uh a bunch of people in that photography circle kind of end up in the same places at certain times of the year yeah. like like it was it did feel very random that we ran into her on the street but also I knew probably 20 photographers in Washington in, in August cause it's kind of just the place that everyone wants to be for mm-hmm. like summer hikes and, like and n- nature photography. Yeah. Every, yeah. 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 Nature photographers. Like everyone kind of flocks to some of these areas because like in Washington, you can only hike there for two and a half months in the summer yeah. be- because of the snow and stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah. Um, you got any last questions? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's
0: it's getting time to wrap up. Yeah, we're getting close to it. A pretty. What's your uh,
1: What's your
2: next next move?
1: So next move is uh, moving to California. Um, Not actually sure where yet. Like probably around L.A. I'm not sure. Um, And yeah, getting an apartment. Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Yeah, you'd love it. <laughs> I, I I was like I was like Are you joking? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, do not move to. Baker, I've so. I've driven through there and I'm I'm not a fan. It's You'll need like to wear Santa Barbara. Barbara, yeah. you need
2: to wear one of those fucking uh, gas masks the whole time you're there. it's yeah. like
1: bad. The pollution's bad there. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of just a weird weird place. Oh yeah. hi, uh, do oh hi. I San think you would Diego. actually like oh hi. Where is that?
2: Ohio is just north of uh, of Los Angeles, like on the coast, kind of. Like oh, cool, Santa cool. Barbara, yeah, like. n-
1: north of LA would would, would suit me well because I'm going to be going up to like. You
0: should move to California. Malibu, bro. Malibu, yeah, great real estate out there.
1: Yeah, very cheap, right? Yeah, that's what yeah, I've yeah. heard. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I think you would fit
2: in in Malibu. You kind of have that Malibu swag about you. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, look. How oh, about Bay? Moro Bay is really nice. I actually think you would like Moro Bay. It's quite nice.
1: Yeah, I've been close to there before. But uh, yeah, basically, like next move is getting an apartment over there somewhere. I'm trying to get um, like a, like a, an apartment that's big enough to have sort of a small office or studio space to mm-hmm. set up. I want to get a set for YouTube and, and try that next year. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, and, and also just continue. I'm going to continue building out. Like, I don't know if I'm going to keep the car I have, but I, I want to continue building out a, a cool rig to travel and live out of. Because yeah. I so
0: this isn't your last adventure on the road.
1: Right. Right. Like I, I want to still take off for a couple of weeks or a month at a time, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to have a base to come back to you because, uh, it's, uh, it's tough to be on the road that long. I yeah.
0: believe it. Yeah.
2: I, um, I was going to say, you know, we'll check in with you in a uh, however long sometime next year about the YouTube channel, see how it's coming along, you know? Yeah. See if yeah. You, can maintain you guys got to keep
1: me accountable because I'm like, I've been saying I want to do YouTube for a couple of years, but, uh, I think what I really think if I if I get a set that I can film in, I'll be a lot more excited to mm-hmm. make yeah. the videos, and That's it'll true. be easier. So,
2: um, all right, let's get to the segment that everyone knows and loves. It's what we learned last week.
0: What we learned last week. All right, Chris, why don't you kick it off? All right, so I learned about a uh, a feature in After Effects, and I think this is actually a really basic feature. I've just never really needed to use it, but it's guide layers like you can uh, select a layer and tell it to be a guide layer so that when you export it does not export with the rest of the composition so basically like what I would do if I needed some sort of guide say I'm making a video for TikTok and I just want to have an idea of where all the little icons are so I can frame the video around them um, I would just turn on that layer do my edits and then turn it off before exporting but yeah. if you uh convert it to a guide layer then you can just leave it on the whole time and when you export it doesn't show up that's kind you. of dope so like overlays and stuff like that exactly damn i gotta learn how to do that um mine
2: is about license plates <laughs> it's that the first ever license plates in like the u.s were in new york um because you know it makes sense we had a b- more cars at that point yeah but there still were so few cars that the way that they did the license plate numbering is you literally just had to make a plate and put it on the front of your car with your with your initials. Oh, <laughs> that's, wow. And that's how they knew who was driving that car. That like
0: barely even. Yeah, makes sense. That's like before
2: there were. That's when there were so few cars that you just put your initials on the front of your car. Damn. And obviously, you know, now we are where we are.
1: A lot of license plates. Oh uh, Mike bliss you got one um I learned about this crazy hack on Southwest that uh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did learn that I, I I didn't know that but um I'm trying to think so I guess one thing it's not really like learned like I knew it existed, but in terms of like video stuff um we, so setting up the shoot this week we we basically were exposing with you know false color mm-hmm. um, which like I was sort of neglected before I was like oh like I can expose this properly, but uh, it was actually, maybe it was just the cameras we were using or something, but like it was so useful to um, actually expose, you know, scientifically properly using false color and then while I was editing some of the footage today, just like very quickly, you're you basically just you're almost done color grading yep. it because it's just literally perfect. It, it's like tell you um, shot,
2: you just drop that lut on. Yeah, or whatever exactly. And so it's, it's like though.
1: it's like I I knew that was a thing, but I sort of Neglected never really the like of it. yeah. I kind of was like, nah, it's fine. Like I, I know how to expose this kind of thing, but yeah. it's like that was super useful. And then the other thing that I guess I learned this week was um, just in general was to. um, not like I always try to just do too many things and to just do less things sometimes mm-hmm. because I literally like rebooked my flight um leaving New York because I just overbooked stuff and I just got super stressed out so yeah. um just to like say no to things yeah. still like I feel yeah. like that's always a thing that I I still struggle with that
2: well it's because you never know what's coming next so like at some point, you say no, and then he's already you, regretting saying yes to the sizzle reel. I, can I know, tell. I can I, tell. I, exactly,
1: <laughs> like like the podcast. Just don't do. Well, that. I mean, look, we
2: have to be. We got. We have a call in like three minutes. So. Yeah, that's but true. What yeah. I was gonna say was that, like, if you, uh, you know, it's weird because you know, freelancing. It's always like that. If you say no to something, then maybe the next two months nothing's there and you're yep. like fuck I should have said yes that exactly. Take it while yeah. it's there yeah. you always so. want to
1: just take what you can get but sometimes weird... it, sometimes you just shouldn't if you have already a bunch of things just like you have to protect your it's own just
2: like, time too it's always a guessing game it's a fucking right. yeah. balance alright Mike Bliss plug uh, where people can find you and all that before we oh uh, can
1: uh, I plug literally one more thing yes, actually, plug wait, anything you is want. it when is this podcast coming out this like, is coming out
2: day. the 10th October 10th
1: okay cool so uh, on the day it comes out on the 10th there's actually one more week to buy I have like phone cases out right now if you want to buy them like Do you like, have phone cases out yeah i forgot about this actually just till now. Said this at the top of the show yes yeah, yeah, i just sorry. bought a new phone case yeah Damn. yeah so i i i basically like partnered with this company um case me to like make uh phone cases so there's uh two photos that i have that people can where can you uh, find it it's it's on the company's called case me uh-huh. k-a-s-e-m-e uh dot com um and there's like a photographer collection and so uh, my phone cases are on there. And, and so they're available until October 17th. So, because uh, it's like a limited edition thing. So, um, yeah, if you want to buy a phone oh, case, like, check week. it out. You got one week. Yeah. Um,
0: Ooh, yeah. Banff Beauty and Yosemite Mirror.
2: Dude, I'm fucking with it, bro. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Catch catch me with the case me case with the Mike Bliss exclusive. Yeah, for the
1: 14. There you go. So um um but yeah, so uh they, they can find me on um so it's it's just at Michael D. Bliss on all socials, Instagram Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok every once in a while, YouTube twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta um, check it out. But, uh, um, yeah. Mike Bliss, thank you
2: for coming on, man. This has been a blast. We're glad to have gotten to caught up with you. Chris, uh, where um where what's the socials?
0: Oh, uh, you know, we're at Sizzle real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. We are SizzleRealGang at gmail.com. And of course we have the Sizzle real cold, cold line. line. thats three three forty three sixty one. is 32-33-4361.
2: Call in, leave a message. If you leave one, we'll play it on the show. But no one, no one calls in. It's no. ridiculous. Um, Mike Bliss, next time you're driving around, why don't you call in? You got nothing to do. Call in, leave a message.
0: We'll play yeah. it on the show. You know, right. tell us how your YouTube's just, doing. Just update us. Honestly, we, we could have a Mike Bliss update segment. We really, just should. Want
1: once a month. I'll call in and leave a voicemail, and I'll just describe everything I see. We should do while I'm that's driving. cool. it uh,
2: Mike Bliss road stories, and you just tell stories from uh, the road. A
1: Mike Bliss mic check.
2: Mic check. I like that mic check. Um, the time, Flizzy. Thank you for Flizzying on by, and um, I. Think I think we should get the fuck out of here because we have this call in one minute. Yeah. So gotta, we'll, yeah. Chris got pissed. <laughs> piss. Piss Chris is what they call him. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya.
1: Bye. Ashishkin Productions Podcast.